Hello everybody and welcome to the Lost Chapters. My name is Jacob and I am your host. Here is my co-host Wade. and He's feeling extra magical today. I like being magical, you know. Um, I like to be the magic that inspires us all. I don't know what that means, but... Hi, I'm Wade. I'm uh, the co-host. And let's, uh, let's get started. What a monologue. Okay, so, um, <laughs> before we get started, let me, int- or let me introduce our little corner of the internet we call The Lost Chapters. Uh, each week, Wade and I take something we find interesting, mainly things involving cryptids, monsters, ghosts, conspiracy, and other things, and we talk about them for like 20 to 30 minutes each week. Yeah. We hope you enjoy our ramblings, and uh, we just kind of want to let you guys know that we genuinely love each and every one of you. Yeah. I mean... Except for that one guy. But, um, yeah, it's always super fun. And if y'all ever have any suggestions or recommendations, just let us know. Yeah, Follow us on Twitter at Lost Chapters Pod, And you can let us know suggestions there. We'd love to do episodes for them. Uh, it's really just interact with us. Let us know what you think. And uh, it's, it's great. It's great to talk to you guys. So, Absolutely. What you got for us but- today? Okay, so I'm going to tell you about someone. I'm going to tell you about two people and what they did. Abraham Lincoln. No. We already know he was a vampire slayer. We saw that movie. We don't even even need to go over that one. It's pretty clear cut. Yeah. In the late, we're actually going to go to the late 1500s before Abraham Lincoln even thought about being born. Late 1500s. So in the, (laughs) yeah. Like, yeah, like late 1500s, 1550. What's going on around that time? So, if you know anything about history, in the late 1500s, Queen Elizabeth I took reign over England. She ruled the England nation. Okay. The English territories. And if you know anything about Parliament, they have, like, they have a court of royals who help advise, guide, and offer, you know, just advice or their political expertise, diplomatic expertise, so on and so forth. Sure. And to help with the British Empire. Today, we're going to learn about one of those guys who was in her court, and he went by the name of John D. John D? This man, John D. John D-E-E. Oh. I thought Mm. D was like an abbreviation. Nope, it... J-O-H-N-D-E-E. All right. So this man was a very smart individual. In the court, he was an English mathematician, astronomer, astrologer, and a teacher. Sounds like a smart cookie. He was. Queen Elizabeth knew that too. So his main job on the court was as the court astronomer. He advised the queen about astronomy and the stars and the planets. And not only was he in the court, he was also one of the best scholars in the nation. He had the largest library in England at the time, and he was a devout reader. Man. Yeah, the dude was kind of a beast. Had the biggest library? It's pretty Mm -hmm. crazy, man. I think from what I saw was like 10,000 books. That's a lot of books. Yeah, I've so, got like four. I have a bookshelf that's too full. Okay, um, I have a bookshelf that I've probably never read. Oh, I, 
I read. Well, I say I read my books. I, I try. <laughs> gotcha. Both Oxford and the University of Oxford and the University of Paris tried to recruit John D. as a mathematician teacher at the schools, uh, but he said no. That was below and... him. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a lot of money, but also, like, are you? would you rather be a teacher in college or uh, the Queen's Court Astronomer? I know which one I'd rather be. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather be the Queen's Court Astronomer, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he was also the first to advocate for the formation of new colonies in the New World, and he actually coined the term the British Empire. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah, cool. So he was, he was he was at least important. We we know a lot about him without necessarily knowing about him. You know, everyone has heard the British Empire. They just didn't know he was the one that said it. So Your new empire. <laughs> That's what John oh, D. No. coined back in 1500s. <laughs> well, actually, if you go by Star Wars lore, it was uh, in a galaxy far, far away a long time ago. So this was before John D. Um, uh, but yeah, semantics, semantics. Right. So, <laughs> pretty smart guy, right? Officially. Yeah. Sounds like he's just a smart man. Helped Queen Elizabeth rule her people. People, wow, rule Purple. her people. <laughs> but we don't talk about regular people on this podcast, do we? Yeah, I'm waiting for the catch. Queen Elizabeth knew him by a different name. She <sighs> called him the Conjurer. What? Mm-hmm. So this nickname actually went back to his college days. Uh, he, you know, of course, whenever you're smarter than others, especially whenever math and chemistry is like very starting out, people they think you're magic, right? Yeah, well, of course. So he got his fame, his very first fame. He actually was a special effects wizard on a play and like created a mechanical beetle and everyone was like, oh my god, he's a wizard. Wow. <laughs> So, he was obviously very smart, math and chemistry, and let's be honest here, Wade, I, I almost have, I went to college for chemistry for a while, and to the untrained eye, a lot of chemistry could just seem like magic, because it's freaking crazy. <laughs> Mixing stuff together and mm-hmm. causing explosions and whatnot, what Same other stuff, chemicals stuff do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... They called him the Conjurer back in college because he was able to do that kind of stuff in the play, but he also, I mean, he didn't help that he was really interested in the occult, and he wanted to explore the mysteries of the world and peel back the thin layer hiding the real world from the world we see. So, uh, is that, he was... Is that any different <laughs> than like, what we're doing now? No, actually, we are basically John D. John D's nuts. <laughs> oh. Uh, I've been waiting for that one for since you said it originally. <laughs> <laughs> you just had that one loaded, ready to fire. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say it again. <laughs> well, there you go. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, D had his hand in occult practices. He would use math to predict things, uh, you know, future prediction. He would look into a crystal ball for advice, and he even used spells and hexes. 
Legend says that John D cursed the Spanish Armada on their way to the new land. And so whenever they got out to sea, they encountered endless storms and were forced to turn around and go back to Spain while the English Navy continued. This dude sounds like a wizard. Yup, that's that's what that's what I'm trying to get at here. <laughs> uh, John D did own a number of magical artifacts that were important to his studies. In the British Museum of History, there is John D's obsidian mirror, which was allegedly used, he used it to talk to angels. We'll talk about that in a minute. Sounds uh, reasonable. <laughs> Yeah, reasonable. He also was reported to own the Voynich Manuscript, which is... We all have to do an episode on that one. That one's pretty interesting. It's a book that's been passed down for centuries. <laughs> it is written in a language no one knows or can decode. It details plants and animals that aren't on this earth. And it's just all around a weird mystery. And it's like... You can trace it throughout history of who's owned it. John D. owned it. Some people think he wrote the book, but yeah, for for certain he owned it. Interesting. I think I've heard of that book too, and it's like just got really cool yeah. pictures and stuff in it too. Doesn't mm-hmm. it? Like yeah, you can like drawn. go and, like there's Googled pictures of like you can like you can Google it, and there's pictures of like just weird plants and animals and like a, a language that's not at least decipherable and it's just weird it's like someone just sat down and was like you know what <laughs> i'm gonna make something that makes no sense what if it was like a 10 year old did. that did it <laughs> <laughs> like crazy imagination okay but like i would be terrified if i knew a 10 year old who was creating these monsters or these animals and i'm like hey where'd you find that like i dripped it like uh <laughs> yeah, okay that kid uh-huh. needs to be burnt <laughs> Yeah, uh, we need to talk to you and a therapist. Um, yep. So that was John D. We're going to talk about his friend, his partner, Edward Kelly. <gasps> Not the Edward Kelly. Edward Kelly had a list of fraud charges. <sighs> and in the late 1700s, he even had... Oh, I don't know about the 1700s. That's weird. But he had his ears cut off due to losing a coin counterfeiting case. <laughs> and with that being said, Dee and Kelly collaborated on a number of things. So, John Dee wanted to scry. Uh, do you know, I, you probably don't know what scrying is, because I don't know what scrying is. Nope. Scrying is the act of looking into crystal balls and mirrors to help tell the future. So, you know, when the wizard's like, and he looks into the crystal ball and he's like, ah, I see him. Yep. That's called scrying. It's a real word for that. Interesting. Okay. So, D was not great at scrying, but he wanted to use it in the Queen's Court. So, he enlisted Kelly to help him. And at this point, D became really interested in talking to angels. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. (laughs) So... (laughs) The main reason we're talking about these two is because John Dee and Edward Kelly were two men who reportedly talked and communicated with angels and spirits. I kind of wanted to research a wizard, like a real wizard for this episode, and I found John Dee, and then it just got weirder and weirder as I found more and more information. So, uh, huh. John Dee and Edward Kelly talked to angels, and then I, I'll throw it, I'm going to throw in a real, 
a real surprise here at the end, okay? Okay. So, at the time, in late 1500s England, angels were actually, like, straight up, people were like, yeah, they're real. Like, it's it's a straight up fact. It is not disputable. Everyone back then pretty much believed in angels. So, the goal was to scry and contact angels in order to get information about the future and then give that advice to those who he was advising. So he wanted to get information about the future from angels in order to report to Queen Elizabeth, hey, don't do that or do do that. Okay, okay. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, it's a good plan. It's also very dangerous uh, because a lot of people would consider it pretty close to necromancy, which is... If you don't know what necromancy is, it's the act of communicating or bringing back dead people. Yeah. Which is very, like, highly outlawed. Yep. So, John D. and Edward Kelly, I'm going to tell you how they did this, all right? They had a process. D, being a renowned chemist, would create a philosopher's stone. Oh, we had an episode about that. Check it out. I don't remember what it was, but I don't remember what number it was, but it was about the philosopher's stone. Uh, it is the highest level of chemical, of chemistry one wants to reach. And so he created philosopher's stones. They would put it on a wax tablet, and then Kelly would wait to hear the voices of different angels. Hmm. You still on board? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm still on board. So. Kelly would listen and tell D what the angels were telling him. So Kelly would communicate with the angels. D would write down what the angels wrote. I thought it was D the other way around. To the angels. No, John D never talked to the angels. Edward Kelly talked to the angels and he told John D what the conversations were. Okay. So D had a he called it his book of mysteries. He would write the conversations down. <laughs> and Kelly reported that the angels made up 24 elders, including archangels, who governed the separate quarters of the world. And that was like the hierarchy of angels. And Edward Kelly would talk to different hierarchies. Okay. These cool. two then... <laughs> yeah, very cool. <laughs> so, these two then developed what we call Enochian magic. Uh, if you don't know what that is, there's the Book of Enoch in a... I don't remember. It, it's it's a book of the Bible, Book of Enoch, and it is uh, the last one to communicate with angels. So, D and Kelly created Enochian magic, and they created what they call the Enochian language, which is the language of angel, angels, also written down in a book with a full translation guide. <sighs> okay. Okay. I'm following along still. It's just... Okay. <laughs> it's, that it's, little bout of silence right there. I was watching Wade. He was very... He was perplexed. It's... It's um, It's always confusing and throws you off when there's only one person that can do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so... Okay. Keep going. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. These two worked together to write a book, write a translation guide, and then they developed a system to control spirits, and this system was taught to them by the angels. (laughs) Of course. So, 
Edward Kelly was also a married man. He was 50-something years old, and he married a 24-year-old. That is a bit of an age difference. Yep. But they were happy, uh, and he was a family man. They had kids, and he was a pretty big family man, and, you know, he hung out at home. The problem with that is that the relationship between John D. and Edward Kelly soured one day when uh, Edward Kelly got done talking to the angels, and he came out and he told John D. He said, hey... The angels told me that if we want to keep doing this, we need to wife swap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my God. John D. reluctantly agreed. <laughs> he agreed. And him and Edward Kelly swapped wives for a night to fulfill the angels' wishes. And then after that, John D. stopped working with Edward Kelly. And uh, then a whole a whole lot of stuff happened in England, and witchcraft was outlawed, and John D like had to go into hiding. But <laughs> oh, Kelly, John D and his wife fathered a child nine months after that incident, named Theodore, who no. strangely looks like Edward Kelly. No. <laughs> And then Black Plague hit the family, and a lot of people died, and then John D. died. Well, that was... As for uh... Edward Kelly, yeah, that was that was John D. As for Edward Kelly, he uh, left to Germany after their breakup, where he promised the king of Germany he could transmute iron to gold. The king let him do it, it didn't work, and the king promptly executed Edward Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yeah, that was, he, he deserved that. <laughs> yeah, so, um, a lot to unpack right there. <laughs> Drop my mic. That, um, yeah. Lots to unpack, but, yes, John D. and Edward Kelly. Uh, and then, the very last mention of John D. is by a median named William Staten Moss in 1873 over 200 years later he claimed that he contacted D in the spirit world and talked to him uh, only once though that's pretty interesting like that is interesting couldn't find anything else after that though like how did I wonder if there's like documentation of that like of, of him like being able to talk know to who John D is before that <laughs> You know, like, if you just randomly talk to somebody, I don't know. Yeah, like, like, you know, like, you know you say you do communicate with a ghost and you ask him their name. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm a history major and I can't think of any famous people now. You know, what if you got on the, on the thing and you were like, oh, yeah, Abraham, your name's Abraham Lincoln. That's cool. Like, you didn't know who Abraham Lincoln was, and then later you're like, oh my god, that guy is pretty famous. Yeah. So if it was just, like, a random name that he heard, that's pretty interesting. That's very interesting. But if he, like, you know, yeah. saw in the newspaper or something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know if they hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who'd you talk to? John D. Strangely enough, I own a thousand of his books. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I get what you're saying. Um. So... We're going to go through a few of the claims, okay? Okay. D 
he, the claims were John D was a wizard who could perform magic, talk to angels, and see the future. He did these things through the use of magic materials, such as a philosopher's stone. Uh, he saw the future by scrying, and he talked to angels via Edward Kelly. He owned magical artifacts. He even created books of magic. But do we think there are truths to these claims, Wade? You know, there could be. There, there could be. <laughs> the uh... You actually... Hmm brought up a really good point earlier when you said you're always skeptical of when only one person can do it well yeah or has proof um yeah no i get you like you know oh he talks to angels which is great you know (laughs) prove it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know yeah so the book he made of the enochian language it's uh it's been heavily scrutinized because the syntax and vocabulary is strangely similar to how the English vocabulary is syntaxed. Mm. Well, there it is. So, <laughs> my my whole problem with all of this is that Edward Kelly is the one who said he can talk to angels, right? Right. John D wrote down what Edward Kelly told him. And as we know, Edward Kelly is a well-documented liar, thief, and a fraud. <laughs> and got with his wife. <laughs> Did get with his 24-year-old wife. Oh, John <laughs> D. Kelly. So, but we also know that Queen Elizabeth trusted John D. She's like a freaking queen. So, like, you know, that's like the highest of the high right there. That's true. So is he validated or not? I mean, you know, you got, you got people who... You got really, really important people who trust him. He's also working with people who were literally executed for lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. How, how dumb do you have to be to go to someone that can execute you and be like, hey, I can do this. And they're like, okay, do it. And you're like, ah. Unless he was like, <laughs> you know, that was like the only thing keeping him alive until he couldn't prove it. He literally went to to Germany and was like, hey, I can do this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> He's so dumb. Yes, well, that's why he died. Yeah. Um, so, here's here's what I'm saying. Here's, here's the track I'm on, is that I think John D. was a scientific genius. Like, one of the highest on the level. I I think he did create a Philosopher's Stone. We talked about that in that episode. I think it is very possible that he was one of the highest chemists there, and he created a Philosopher's Stone. But I don't think he talked to angels, because Edward Kelly was kind of a jerk. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I think he was a really good chemist and could do some stuff that looked like magic whenever, like, people asked him, like, party tricks, (laughs) you know? (laughs) But, like, when it comes down to, like, I think he was trying to, trying too hard when he was communicating with angels or something. Or maybe if he did actually write the, what was it, the Meridian book? Voynich Manuscript. The Voynich, man, I was way off. The Voynich (laughs) Manuscript. Maybe he was actually talking to aliens. and And the angels were aliens. I, I think that's actually a really interesting point is uh, at what point do we, when can we distinguish between angels and aliens? 
if you talk to both of them because one of them is on a different plane of existence and the other one is just like an alien mm-hmm. um you know that's that's a i don't know if you know anything about the people that talked to raw in the 80s but that was like uh they would take drugs and they would talk to raw the sun god and the mm-hmm. egyptian people and it's like a and they were basically talking to a race of aliens on a different planet um that's super interesting and there's a lot to unpack there but <laughs> when do you when do you you know how can you make that separation how do you know for sure what you're talking about? i have no clue yeah it's yeah <laughs> i don't think we ever will i don't know if i ever want to know yeah because that means i've talked to both of them and i'm like uh that's a good point <laughs> And I don't know, if you read the Bible, angels are absolutely terrifying. Like, real yeah. angels? Oh, scary. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. Here's where I'm going to land. I'm going to bring up a quote from Arthur C. Clarke, who's a renowned author. But the quote I didn't hear from him, I heard it from Thor. Of course. <laughs> he says, he says, um, Magic is just science we can't yet understand. So I'm thinking maybe he's not a wizard. Maybe he's just he's just really ahead of his time. It seems fitting. You know? Seems fitting. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think he could actually talk to angels. I think Edward Kelly was a uh, jerk who screwed our boy and his wife out of, uh, you know, out of uh, some money. Yeah. That was a fun story. Was a good they one. were interesting. Um, it was really fun following along and figuring out how they split up. I was like, oh, yeah. And they spent that one. That was a curveball. That is <laughs> hilarious. Just, oh, I can imagine working with someone for that long and then he's like, hey, I got to sleep with your wife, bro. <laughs> or else we're all going to die. <laughs> and then being like, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> And Uh, then, and then, then, as soon as it's over, breaking up anyway. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter, guys. Uh, That's going to be our episode. I think we're falling on the fact that I think John D was just really, really smart, and Edward Kelly was a jerk. (laughs) So, we are going to drag Edward Kelly's name through the mud because he deserves it. Absolutely. He's a known fraud, okay? Absolutely. Screw them. But John D was he was a sweetheart who just got tricked, okay? Let him be. Okay. Fine. Follow us on Twitter at Lost Chapters Bot. Let us know what you think. Uh thank you guys for joining us. As Wade said earlier, give us suggestions. Let us know what you guys want to hear so we can do it. And uh we look forward to seeing y'all next week. We love yeah. you guys. Bye everybody. <laughs>